0: Welcome, soul family, to another episode of Awaken with Carla, the podcast that empowers you to awaken your mind, nurture your body, heal your heart, and nourish your soul. I'm your host, Carla Fernandez, and I'm so thrilled to have you here with me today. As you know, in each episode, we explore the realms of health, wellness, spirituality, mindset, and manifestations all with the intention of guiding you towards unlocking your highest potential. Together, we embark on this transformational journey of self-discovery where we gain practical tools, inspiring insights, and personal stories that will inspire you to create positive changes in your life. Now, before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to take a moment to express my gratitude to all of you listeners your support and your enthusiasm for this episode have truly been heartwarming. And it's incredible to see the community growing and thriving. And I'm so honored to be a part of this journey. As you know, one of the things that makes Awaken with Carla so incredibly special is the opportunity that we get to learn from these incredible guest speakers who are experts in their respective fields. Their wisdom and experience brings a wealth of knowledge to each episode, inspiring all of us to live our best lives. So without further ado, let's start with today's episode. I'm delighted to introduce to you Mark V. Smith, curator of The Bigger Vision Within. Mark Smith specializes in speaking from his personal experience and trials and tribulations in life. Mark served as vice president of the Middle Atlantic Career Counseling Association and former Reemployment Services and Eligibility Assessment Facilitator for the Department of Labor. In those previous roles, he used his gifts of sharing words of perseverance that helped individuals push through adversity. Mark received a standing ovation when he spoke on topics such as growth, purpose, and legacy at venues across the country. Currently, he is a nationally acclaimed award-winning DRIVE, which stands for Support Training Results in Valuable Employees, and he's a trainer at the Center of Urban Families in Baltimore. His teaching and guidance have changed the lives of thousands of men and women, not only in Maryland, but nationwide across the U.S. With his podcast, The Process, he outlines and breaks down situations we all go through and offers insights on methods to weather the storm of life. Known for his clever use of acronyms within his message, Mark gives listeners a way to remember key points as we grow forward. Mark's vision statement of your why is greater than your situation which is part of your process, gives us the perspective that we are all growing. So in this episode, I had the privilege to dive deep into this fascinating conversation with Mark, and I hope that you will find some knowledge and wisdom to take from this episode. In this episode, we'll explore finding freedom using acronyms for personal development. Mark shares his unique perspective, practical tools, and powerful techniques that can help you transform your life in profound ways. Whether you're seeking guidance for physical health, emotional well being, spiritual awakening, or just simply aligning your mindset for success, you're in the right place. Our intention is to provide you with the tools and inspiration you need to create a more fulfilling, and abundant life. So get ready to ignite your curiosity, expand your consciousness, and awaken the extraordinary that lies within you. Let's dive into today's episode of Awaken with Carla. Again, thank you for joining me on this incredible journey, and remember that the power to transform your life lies within you. Quick reminder before we jump in If you enjoy this episode, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe, depending on whatever platform that you're listening to. Now let's get started. Thank you so much and welcome, Mark. It is a pleasure to have you here today. Um, So welcome.
1: Thank you, Carla. It's a pleasure to be here with you.
0: Yeah well I'm just I'm so happy that uh, we're getting an opportunity to to chat today um, and I'd love to maybe have you start off um, telling us a little bit about yourself a little bit of a background who you are and what you do.
1: Wow we we only got a short amount of time so <laughs> <laughs> no I am um, I'm born and raised in Columbus, Ohio. I am an uh, only child so I am um, but I was, but surrounded with a lot of family, a lot of my uh, cousins and were, were actually like brothers and sisters to me because we were always so close. Um, I, I modest upbringing. Father worked extremely hard, worked at anheuser Bush. My mother was an administrator at the Ohio State University. So, I um, you know, education and hard work was the focus inside of my family. One, you you want you have to work hard to get what you want. Two, you need to educate yourself so you put yourself uh, at a level playing field with some of the others. So, I did that. I, I interned. I did uh, played uh, college football at Ohio State. Um, so, you know, mom kind of got a chance to keep an eye on me to see what I was doing, not only while I was in school, but also, you know, on the football field. From there, I um, landed an opportunity to at Honda of America as a uh, assembly line worker, and it that was grunt work. I am um, it, it was back in you know I can date myself now. And I was in the in the early late eighties. So I was making very good money in the late '80s, getting paid every week, working extremely hard. But you know, just like anything else, it's the wear and tear in your body. And I, you know, foresaw that eventually robotics were going to take over. You truly didn't need a human to do a lot of the things that that we were doing on the assembly line. So I remember taking a trip to Arizona and uh, just to visit a friend. And I remember waking up after coming back from that and saying, I- "I'm never going back." And literally, and that was in July of 2000, I'm uh, 99, July of 2099, and in September of 99, I relocated to Arizona. I got to Arizona, um, started out as an admissions manager, so I got a chance to really talk to people over the phone on the power of education. Um, worked my way through that, became a a, a trainer. And have been training pretty much the rest of my life, whether it's been in education, whether it's been workforce development, whether it's been in business administration. It's just been having an opportunity to share with people ideas, concepts and getting them excited and motivated about doing something that they that unfortunately they have to do every single day. And that's pay bills. right? <laughs> so We all got to pay bills. So we need to find ways to, to take our mind to what we need to do to to being enthusiastic about doing it. And um, like everybody else, I had my top, my top turmoil. And uh, 2018, I was, uh, as, as a, a career development trainer, I um, was told at the last minute that uh, the very same day that our job, our, our company was closing. And that just, you know, although it, it shocked me, it was probably the best thing that ever could have happened to me because it made me reinvent myself, made me harness some of the skills that I had and put me on the path to a uh, start to create and be the author of the process.
0: Right. Wow. That's, you know, thank you for sharing that. That's, uh, that's quite the story. Um, I find that uh, so many individuals who are sort of, you know, um, starting, not necessarily that they're starting, but they're, you know, doing something that they love or that they're on their path that it was, you know, a, uh, sort of a an event that tr- an event that happened in their life that sort of triggered a shift in career that is now mm-hmm. leading to something that is, you know, far more fulfilling or far more um filled with like passion and filled with with joy, right? And I think mm-hmm. that's important to um well A to have when we, you know, do this as part of our day-to-day life. We get up and go to work every day. We want to do something that you know, we see passion in and we have some sort of love and joy and fulfillment out of our work, right? But so many of us, unfortunately, don't have that experience. But I find it does take and it will require a little bit of a, an event that triggers that sort of shift mm-hmm. in life. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. We, we have to get, sometimes we, we have to get, we get comfortable. And I've always said comfort is a casualty of growth. And I had got comfortable in that particular position, and I needed something to uh, rattle my cage. It wasn't a catastrophic event um, because people lose jobs all the time, you know. But to, for me to try and take a moment and take a step back to see where I was and truly assess where I wanted to be, that was again that, that was uh, one of the best thing one of the best things that ever happened to me in my life. And I, I write about it. I talk about it. I I get on stage and and, and profess about it and tell everybody, listen, if you haven't got fired yet, pray you get fired because it's going to force you. to." I mean, don't take it the wrong way, but it's going to force you to do something a little different. It's going to force you to get out that comfort zone. And once you get out of that comfort zone, you're going to really see the, the greatness that you have within yourself.
0: Yes, yes, that is something that I completely agree with and and believe wholeheartedly that everything we want out of life and more, because sometimes we can't even conceptualize all of the greatness or abundance or um, um, uh, exactly the abundance and all the greatness that this world and this life has to offer. We can't really conceptualize what that is uh, until Mm -hmm. sort of you know, get out of our comfort zone and see what those possibilities really bring into our life.
1: Mm-hmm. That's for sure. That's for sure.
0: Yeah. So I know you um, do this incredible thing where you come up with acron- acronyms um, in almost everything you, I think you you do in your life. You were mentioning <laughs> uh, earlier in our conversation um and so you you sort of come up with these acronyms as a way to help motivate to help um sort of propel change or create change can you tell us a little bit more about what that looks like and what that is
1: absolutely i was uh, i was taught as a um in high school and i'll never forget it it was um um my my principal roger damber I remember sitting down one day with him uh, after I got in trouble. <laughs> he had told me, he said, you know, Mark, you truly have a gift to um, to, to Im- impact and motivate people. He said, but when you've really harnessed that gift, I want you to remember something. I-, I want you to remember to teach it quick to make it stick. And I didn't understand that concept or what he was talking about. But later on in life, as I continued to develop and play football, Um, and as I coach football you know we used a lot of acronyms to get the kids attention so they knew exactly what we want what they were going to do and it made an instantaneous reaction to get them to do something or draw their attention back to something that has been uh, created for them so I said you know I've heard many many speakers I've been blessed to listen to some of the greatest speakers in the world and I said you know one of the things that I do know about some speakers is that once you get down with that their message or you go hear them speak, you don't remember too much of what. You may jot down a few notes and then that's it. You don't remember anything else about it. So somebody asked you about it. You was like, I really can't remember. So I said, what can I do different that that's inside me to make a difference and get people to, to apply something so, so simple inside their life that when they hear it, or, or they can recall it, a word, and that word will resonate with them to give them potentially some answers, some hope, and some motivation to, to uh, uh, continue on in life. So I said, what better way than acronyms? But But let's take it a step further. Let's take these acronyms and tell a story. Behind the acronyms, um, whether it's your own personal story, whether it's a story that somebody that you know of, whether it's just an event that happened in life, whether it's something that is is real that somebody else can utilize and make a difference in them. So every time they may think of hypothetically growth, you know, we all hear that word growth and think about Getting, uh, getting better, or, or for kids that think about getting bigger, being an adult. Well, I say growth. To me, growth is a gradual reminder. Obstacles will test hope. That is taking yourself and going to the next level. That that's believing in yourself and going through kind of like what I did, losing that job, kind of like what a lot of people do. Have those life changing events to stretch them. That's growing. That's growth. So I just, you know, I figured those types of things would help people truly. Embrace um, where they are in their lives right now, but more importantly, what's it going to take to get to the next step? So acronyms were the best way that I felt they would resonate, and uh, they have; they've resonated. I've uh, written about my 60, my 63 of them now, <laughs> and um, a lot of people call me and ask, me, can I? Can you give me an acronym for this?" I'm like, "No, I can't. <laughs> I have my all set that I keep that I work with." But it's fun again. Like I said, it's really fun to to take these words, and um, because the greatest thing about the English language, we can take a word and give it our own meaning. So taking a word, breaking it down, and and tagging other words to it to help resonate with people.
0: Interesting, interesting. I love that, and and to create more power and meaning behind whatever it is that you're sort of shifting or uh, trying to shift your your attention to, and and ultimately your energy too,
1: right?
0: Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. Um so can you give us an example of like uh, an acronym that you use frequently or that maybe you share with people that they can use that it could be easy to sort of remember. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. One of the ones that I that I talk a lot about, and especially with the the um, actually, there's two. Um, I gave you the one growth. The the other one that I that I kind of hone this in on when I do a lot of speaking, as well as talk to individuals, is the one free. You know, free, the word free is kind of like the word success. It has its own definition for the individual. Well, you know, I told uh, somebody asked me, Mark, what does success mean to you? I said, being able to sleep at night in peace. That's success. That's success. Not worrying about what's going to be done. Not worrying about tomorrow. Harnessing in and enjoying the, the other one. But in order to have success, you must be free. And I say free was finally releasing everyone's expectations from the time we're, ch- we're, we're children all the way through our adult life, through um, and our employer. They have an expectation of what we are to do. It's not our expectations, it's their expectation. Our, I mean, our spouses have expectations of what we are to do. But when you get to that point to where you can just finally release everyone's expectation, that Gives you the peace of mind that gives you the, the the wherewithal to tackle and deal with anything that may come your way. You look at it in a different perspective. It's not so much that do I'm doing it for them; it's I'm taking care of me, and I, and I'm doing this the way that I feel it should be done. And you're not worried about repercussions, consequences, or or anything like that because you've made that decision and you're sticking to that gun. So that would be one. The other one I did, I actually spoke at um. Um, the state of Maryland has a conference called Raising the Bar. And it's um, all, all throughout the uh, state of Maryland. So uh, workforce development trainers, uh, nonprofits, everybody's there. And I introduced the one, a Legacy. And I said that stands for leaders exemplify greatness among choices over the years. And I thought I wrote that one but, and I put it in a series. I put that in series six of the process because it made me go back and think about all the influential people in my life. They didn't make a lot of money. They truly didn't. But they impacted me and so many others. I talked about um, Mr. Roger Demery, who I just talked about. I talked about Mr. Williams, uh, Tony Williams, who was actually my first, he gave me my first job. My first job I had, I worked for an organization called Youth Conservation Corps. Now, listen to this, Carla. 14 years old, you had to be picked, picked, hand-picked, to wake up at six o'clock in the morning for six weeks and go out into the in Columbus, Ohio, in August, where it's 95 degrees and humid, you have to be picked to go out and clear paths for walking trails. That's insane. Wow. <laughs> That's truly insane. But, but I go back and I think, I think about the messaging that he taught, but big, the bigger picture of what that job was teaching us. We always are clearing a path throughout our lives. We're removing things that, that don't need to be there. We're clearing debris out of our lives. We're, you know, I, I talk about your circle versus your cage. Who's in your circle of, of people that you deal with, and who's your cage? Who's holding you back? So, you know, that job, although it was four, I was fourteen years old, man, that job um, he impacted me by by instructing us every single day that hey. It's, it's you're going to continue to do this the rest of your life. You may not think about it now. You'll do it. I talked about my you know, my very first football coach, John Mollison, who taught, who taught us at nine years old. He wasn't talking about X's and O's. Yeah, we were running around, couldn't wait to halftime or the end of the game to get the snacks. But he was telling us what it's going to take to be a good young man. How are you going to be a productive man in your community? What's it look like to be a good father? What's a good role model? These are, these are men and women who I, I talk about in that story, in those stories, that truly exemplify greatness among choices over the years. They could have chosen to do anything else, but they wanted to impact and and teach us, uh, young adults, how to be better citizens, how to be better people. So again, those would be some of the ones that I think that are are my favorite. All of them are my favorite. But those are <laughs> the ones that I really, I really, uh, really talk about a lot because they, they're truly impacted me to another level, uh, to help me be a better person and a better man today.
0: Yes, yes. I mean, that, well, thank you for sharing that. And I mean, I think, you know, it's those people in our lives that have shaped who we are and have um, created some deep impact in our life that, that we always remember, and that, we, we always make sure that we give them credit because it it is, again, because of individuals like that, that got us to where we needed to go in our own personal lives, right? So mm-hmm. thank you for sharing that. Um, and it's a great reminder of um, how important it is to get some of those early life lessons under our belt. Um, and, you know, certainly something that, uh, particularly nowadays, I feel like we need to uh, encourage more and more is um, mm-hmm. that sort of transfer of wisdom and knowledge from one generation to the next that you know can really be profound in 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 shaping a young adult's life. Um, you know. In, mm-hmm. in terms of, yeah. Um, so my my next question for you is: uh, Can you walk us through sort of what the process can look like for creating? Acronyms. So, if someone wanted to sort of em- embark on this journey of creating acronyms in their own life, like, can you walk us through, like, what a simple? It's probably not such a simple formula, but what what <laughs> looked like? Um, you know,
1: I think I, I really think everybody has done it. I really think that we all individually have found a word and then try and broke that word down um, to what it meant to them, and I, I it's just about finding truly what you're what you believe in what word what what is that magic word everybody has a magic word a go-to word or something like that that elevates them and sadly sometimes it brings them down to a, a lower level than what they choose to or what they really want to be uh, be into so um I would just say find that that word I mean, get into or grab a book, start reading reading some, some additional things that, that you know, interest you. There's going to be some words that'll be said inside there. And then you can take your own meaning from that and draw from that and make that something of your own. Uh, like I said, this started out uh, back in, like I said, 2018 or, or, yeah, 2018. I actually didn't launch the process to 2020. And it, it started simple with, with a YouTube video, the word air, air. I said, you know, what? I, I need something that is going to set the stage of everything else to come. And we all know that we need air to breathe. I don't think anybody will dispute that. You stop breathing, guess what? And You're not going to be here. Um, but I said, but, but what can you do, Mark, to take just that simple word and magnify it to, to make people really listen to some of the things that you're going to be saying over the next couple of years? I said, well, why not add another R? Instead of A I R, why not A I R R? Right? I have the power to make it what I want, but still pronounce it the way that I choose. So I said, no, now you need something. We all need a foundation or a I like to say a base camp. When things get tough, we gotta have a a home base. We gotta be able to go back, recharge, regroup. But if we can master four things. No matter what comes, what we do on a daily basis, th- those four things are key. And I said the first A of air was accountability. We can't blame other people for things that go on in our life. We this is our responsibility. So you must accountability is key. The next one is integrity. Wow, that's a lost art right there. You know, doing the things that we know we're supposed to do when nobody's watching. So if you have accountability, and integrity, you're starting on the right path. The next thing we have to do is we have to have responsibility. Take ownership of who you are, where you're going to go, and don't let anybody else stop you. But you're also bringing, you're responsible now for helping other people get to those next levels. If, as you arrive, you're helping somebody else. You know, somebody asked me a while back when I first started speaking, and said, well, Mark, what is, your, what is your end game? I said, what do you mean an end game? I, uh, she said, what do you want to do out of this? I said, I want to give people hope and perseverance and change lives. They said, if I asked you right now, how many lives would would that be? What would that be? I said, how about 25 million? And, and he looked at me and he busted out laughing. He said, you'll never get to 25 million. I said, how can you say I never will? Because one changes two, two changes four, four changes eight. And over a period of time, this changes. And at the, even if I don't hit 25 million, I'm changing generations. I'm changing households. I'm changing what a father's going to say to his son, and what a mother's going to say to change say to her daughter. So yeah, I may not get twenty five million, but I'm saving somebody right there. And that last one, uh, Carla, in the A I R R is respect. We are in a time in this world to where respect has gone truly awry. I mean, I can remember, and I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Your 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 neighbor, somebody, your neighbor, your your somebody else in your neighborhood could 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 be could get your butt in trouble. You know, could, could chastise you and and um, do things to you when you cut up. You know, now you you know, I live in the I live in the D.C. Maryland area. So and, and you know, the um, crime is at a is at an all time high. You know, and and we have subways and metro systems here. And, you know, you you get in there all the time. I I ride the metro and I see young kids, young adults sitting down and a 70, 80 year old lady or man standing up, holding onto the pole. You know, Mm -hmm. I quickly say, man, get up, get up. Don't you see this? This could be your mother. This could be your grandmother. Is this what you want? Get up. So respect is is a, a, a tough task. So I tell everybody that if you can, if you are comfortable every day putting your head down saying I've been accountable, I exercise integrity, I, I've been, I'm have been, i truly responsible for, for my outcome and somebody else's, and I'm doing it in a respectful manner, then I am one today, right? One day. If we can focus, that's, that's that. I talk a lot about 1%. If you do, just get 1% better. I'm not saying a whole lot. Just you try 1% better each day. You get 1%, that's 7% a week. That's 30% a month. That's 365 a year. That going, you win. And <laughs> you win. And you change lives along the process. So that was, that was the first one that I came out that uh, started with. And it's still my my go-to. It, it, it centers me. It centers everybody. Because without accountability, integrity, responsibility, and respect, we have nothing. We have nothing.
0: Yes. I completely agree with you. And I think this could be very powerful uh, acronym that you know I can integrate into my own life and can definitely be you know shared with a community and more people can sort of uh, start to live by those by those principles. Mm-hmm. Um, you know when you were when you were talking about the respect piece it it just sort of reminded me about that comment a little bit earlier where you know today in today's day and age people, the young generation need to learn, valuable lessons like respect mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. because of the, the reality is that we do have sort of an aging population we have transition we have a whole bunch of things that happen in society and these are key fundamental values and principles that every human being needs to sort mm-hmm. of you know embrace embody mm-hmm. own mm-hmm. life
1: you know, I, t- I, I, I truly believe, and, and I've said it, and I I, I talk about it a lot, is life was designed to be simplistic. It really is. I mean, it's so, so designed to be one of the most simplistic things. All the things that we need are in abundance and are here. We internally and externally, we convoluted. We bring all the drama, the chaos, the headache, social media, everything on ourselves, and that is, that is a, a catalyst of it. But again it, it's, it's curable it's fixable accountability integrity responsibility and respect takes care of all those things that we see as as um uh, uh problems or, or situations that are going on right now the answer is there right there
0: yes and and they're also very grounding right like they they mm-hmm. help sort of just ground yourself in in your own um being in the all like your own individuality and how you can mm-hmm. take responsibility because i think that's the other problem in today's society is that um there is no accountability Nobody's interested in, in assuming accountability for their own actions um it's very easy to point the finger and point blame at everything and everyone around us for the reasons mm-hmm. why maybe life isn't sort of showing up the way we want it to or expect it to um mm-hmm. and i think you, you nailed it when you when you started off with accountability as being first and foremost, the first step where we have to be honest with ourselves and who we are and our actions and what, what we are doing with our life and, and how can we start to take accountability for the life that we have. And if we want to change that life and if we want something different and something more, then we need to be accountable for that as well.
1: Hmm. I agree. I agree. Yeah.
0: Um. So tell us a little bit more about the process.
1: It is um. I like to call it a blueprint or a playbook. <laughs> playbook. It, it's the playbook of different scenarios that that we all go through in life. Um. That I wanted to share. Um. A good friend of mine once told me, he "said, man, you got valuable, valuable wisdom that that you can share." Why, why aren't you writing this down? Why aren't you sharing this information? Why aren't you giving people just hope and, and, and uh, uh, something that they can look forward to. And again, that's what I did. I decided, and my wife, of course, she, you know, she pushed me all the time. She, you know, she (laughs) tells me all the time, you know, you, you realize that you should have been doing this a while ago. (laughs) You really, but, but I'm the type of person to say that, you know, when, when it's the right time, it's the right time. You know, I can't say I should have did it earlier. I can't say I waited to do it too late. Now's the time or the time when I started it. But I just wanted to, to take something um, and give it to people through a series of messages that we all go through. We all have a process of evolution, a process of growth. I'm writing a series right now called um, Chess versus Checkers. And everybody knows, most people know the difference. Checkers is a a game to where you're just going, jumping fast, moving fast to go from one side of the board to the other. Chess is a strategic game. Life is strategic. So it's called chess versus checkers, moving from transactional to transformational. So I I go back and I had to reassess, when I started to create this series, I had to go back and and again, I'm I'm one of the first persons that that does self-assessments all the time. I'm not far from perfect. So I go back and think about some of the ways and some of the mindset that I had before of being transactional. And I think we all do to a certain degree. Uh, But then we get to that point to where I like to say wisdom takes over and and we begin to live our life transformational to help others. It's more about guiding others to where they need to go to help them see what they can do. So that is pretty the essence of, of the process, but to answer your question, I said what could how can I best explain what the process is so I thought about it, I thought about it, and one day my wife was was um she's a great baker, I love her to death <laughs> um she was baking a cake, and I watched her from the very beginning from getting all the ingredients out to pulling it all together to um getting the blender uh, excuse me the the then for all the stuff and putting all the ingredients in and whipping it together and then molding and turn the oven on and putting it in. And then we wait, we wait, we wait for the finished product. And I said, that's it. That's it. The process is a cake. It, it, what does a cake need to rise and be tasteful? It needs a heat source, whether it's that oven, whether it's a microwave, because you can have this microwavable cakes now. So it needs a heat source. It's what you put inside there, as you bake it or or bring it to the heat source, it's different for everybody. And that is their process. That is yours, mine, everybody's. It's still a cake. We're all going to go through it. And it's all going to taste good at the end. But it's what you put in it. It's how long you bake it. It's what heat source you use to put in it to get to the end result. So that was my best way to describe what the process truly is and what it's about.
0: I love that analogy. I think it it's very easy to understand mm-hmm. when using that sort of as, as a reference point, because we all know that, you know, when it comes to baking, it's very different than, <laughs> than mm-hmm. typical cooking, right? Cooking, you can sort of just throw things together and create <laughs> magic. Whereas with baking it is a process there is a- it,
1: and it's, it, it's it's an art form it's, a, it's it's truly
0: an art form i mean i can't bake for
1: squat i can i took home back in, in high school but many many years ago and i couldn't i mean i, I can't I, I just not for me but to see other people and you know she's got me you know watching you know baking shows on tv now and you see all the, the wonderful creations that they make and i'm looking at that saying that's somebody's process that's somebody's process right there. What they just created was a process. So mm-hmm. yeah, it, it it's, it was great. It's great to kind of, and that's what we talk about as well. you opening your mind, right? You got to open your mind and envision things, not just being one way. It's not transactional, it's transformational.
0: Right. right. Oh, I, yeah, I love that. Good. Um. So, can you share with us one of your favorite? Uh, I guess these are episodes. The process is is like a a, a series of mm-hmm. um, episodes, podcasts.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, they are. Did... Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's uh, seven. Uh, uh, seven of them have been completed, and in each one of those, there is anywhere from six to ten acronyms that are used throughout to tie it all together. With the, with the mission statement that I set forth at the very beginning.
0: Okay. Okay. That's, that's definitely wonderful. Be able to connect some of these um, maybe a couple share a couple links to you're on YouTube. You mentioned.
1: Mm-hmm. I have a, a YouTube channel uh, under, of course, Mark Smith. Um, all my um, podcasts are on iHeartRadio, Spotify. Um, it's under Mark Smith, the process. I'm sorry, the process, Mark Smith. Um, again, they're they're out there, individuals can can read them. I would say probably I think you were asking what was my favorite one. Yes. Um I would probably say I, um, I'm gonna say probably season um I'm gonna say season five, probably. Um, mm-hmm. because that one I wrote procrastination, the thief of time. And I, I talked about and my mission statement was for that one. Yesterday I was so consumed with worry. Today I choose to believe. So tomorrow I will create my legacy. So I wrote an acronym on worry, choose, believe, tomorrow, create, and legacy. So that was that's probably my the one of the best ones because it talked about, hey, get up and go. And it actually it, it, it was the it was the follow-up to one that I wrote called Why Not Me? And then you know that one. That one. The the mission statement was: in your path, storms will arise, but the wisdom gained should give me the perseverance to answer the question: why not me? So again, all of them. All of them build on each other. But I said those four and five were probably the the turning points to where um, I would say my confidence rose, and I I really hit home with a lot of people. People have said, man, that changed my life that that series why not me and uh, procrastination at the time really changed my life.
0: Interesting. I will definitely look those up and definitely link them to um to the show notes as well so that you know if uh, the guests are or if the audience is interested they can they can take a look and take a listen actually to to those uh, mm-hmm. those series. Um you also mentioned that you uh were Coming up with an acronym, I think, for that you wanted to chat about on our podcast recording. Um, and I think it was around free. That was one of the things that we sort of chatted about. Can you mm. tell us a little bit more about that and what it stands for?
1: Yeah, that was again, that was finally releasing everyone's expectation. And that was in season seven. And, uh, and I, uh, that one was called We're All Given the Same 86,400. I talk a lot about time and how we waste time, but we all still have the same amount. That, that's one of the things that that I had to learn um, as a kid through my young adult that tomorrow is truly never promised. It is never promised to anybody. So I I had said that you know that that um at its time is free, but it's priceless. It is it, it is priceless. You don't know when you're gonna take your last breath. You don't know what you still want to do, so every day you need to take that eighty six thousand four hundred seconds that we get and maximize it to the best that you can can do. But to do that, you have to not worry about what somebody thinks of you. You can't worry about what how somebody really um, feels about what you do and what you say. You have to be strong enough as an individual to say. I'm following my plan I'm following my pattern. this is what I'm called to do, and I'm going to do it um quick quick story when I first got started, and this is why kind of why I wrote this word free is my good friend uh, the the i'm i'm well for your listeners i'm on um a radio station my podcast is played on a radio station star one o seven f m out of um they used to be out of Columbus now they're out of Florida. And the I know the gentleman who owns the radio station. So when I first released air, he had told me he he said, "Man, I really like it. I really like it." Um, what would you think about coming and putting your uh, doing your podcast every other Saturday on on the station, Star One Hundred Seven? I said, David, I don't know if I'm ready for that. I don't know if I really want to do it. He said, "What are you scared of? What somebody might think?
0: Is that is that
1: it? Are you are do you do you really care what they think?" Are there messages for are these messages housed with inside you or the house inside somebody else and I said man I still don't know if I really want to do it he said well I'll tell you what this is the only time I'm ever going to make this offer to you either take it or you leave it mm-hmm. and that was that was July of 2020 and I've been with the station for three years now <laughs> so yeah it was that I, I I had to believe you know if we don't believe in ourselves who's going to believe in us so I had to free all the all the potential negative noise that somebody would say, whether somebody would like it or they wouldn't like it. I had to get rid of that. I, I had to get rid of that. So I kind of talked about that in season seven of the process when I wrote free, and it, it's about just that having the ability to just say, "Okay, I am." You know, we live in a society where people are always being judged by one meaning or one manner or another. It's sad to say, but it is. But you have to be comfortable with who you are and the gifts that you have. Everybody, you know, Carla, people confuse plat, purpose from platform. Everybody is purpose. Every single purpose. I tell everybody that the, the grocery store clerk, the, the, the man at the, the, the young man at the deli, the, the young ladies pulling carts, the ladies ringing up your groceries, they are purpose. They are created and designed different than anybody else in this world. So they, they, me, everyone needs to be comfortable in being free. You have to release everyone's expectations and believe that you are going to be guided and driven to where you need to be. So that would be that. That really is the nutshell and everything behind um, that acronym that I I really love, and I use it, like I said, in season seven when I talked about uh, time. I love that. I think
0: it's so important for. For everyone to really come into them, into themselves and into their own and know what it is that, you know, brings them joy, what it is that brings them that fulfillment. It doesn't have to be what someone else's version of that and what that looks like for someone else. It just has to be what, what it looks like for you as an individual. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you, like, what sort of advice would you give someone if they were... Um, sort of at that point in their life where they are trying to figure out what's next, but they don't have, or or trying to really determine who they are and, and, and grow that sort of level of confidence in themselves so that they start to move forward in their life with intention.
1: There's two things that um, my father, my father's gone home to glory. Um, and he, he gave me three things that that I hold near, dear me all the time. I didn't get, you know, I wrote a series, too, called If I Only Knew Then What I Know Now. So that's truly If I Only Knew Then What I Know Now. But it's three things that he gave me that, that stick with me, like clockwork, that I talk about with almost every um, group of young men and women that I, that I work with. And the first one was, he said, Mark, you got to change your mindset. So you don't get in life what you want. You get in life who you are. And it really took a minute for me to think about that. So anybody listening right now, think about think about that. You have to, you are your greatest gift. You're your biggest cheerleader and you're also your biggest, um, you, you can be, do the most damage to yourself if you choose to do so. But number one, you got to change that mindset. You got to believe that you can and will get to the next level. You know, I, I, I believe that and I challenge everybody. Your track record, my track record of getting through things is 100%. If you're breathing, you got through it. You got through no matter what it is that you've gone through. The results may not have been what you wanted, but you got through it. But you have to change your mindset because if you don't, you get in life what you want. You don't get in life what you want. You get in life what you are. The next one he said is, Mark, You know, practice OQP. And there's another actor that he gave me an acronym. And I said, what is that? He said, only quality people. Only said, quality people.
0: Only, only quality.
1: quality people. OQP. Only quality people. And, and, and then I started really really realizing what he was saying. He's like, you know, look at your circle of influence. Look at the people that you're around. Look at the people that you deal with. Are they in your circle or in the, are they in your cage? Are the, the people in your cage are the ones that are going to be telling you, yeah, you're doing a great job, but yet and still they turn around and trying to sabotage your success. You'll figure that out really quickly as you continue to grow um, and, and get better. And the last thing that he said that I, I really believe in, he said, Tommy Sidman, you, you, as you get older, you really better develop your communication skills. And I said, what do you mean by that? Dad? He said, develop your communication skills. Because when you open your mouth, you tell the world who you are. Mm-hmm. So, so when you're at the store and you're cussing or doing anything like that, that's that mentality. That's that perception that that individual is going to have of Mark Smith. Yes. When you go and you, and you open up, you go to the bank and you sit down and you're on the phone and you're laughing and talking, that's that perception they're going to have of Mark Smith. So when you open your mouth, you better open it with concrete Conversation. You better open it with meaning. You better open it with passion, and you better open with direct to know what you're going to do. If you can't do that, then shut up. <laughs> Just shut up. <laughs> Listen. God gave you two of those. Listen. You don't have to. You don't have to speak. So those are three things that I would probably that I would tell anybody that's listening right now that it could be at that crossroads or or want some things that's going to help push them to the to the next level. Just just embrace the change. Right? Embrace change. Change is, you know, I, I said, change is hard at first, messy in the middle, but rewarding at the end. And I know everybody that's listening can testify to that. If you want to change your life, you definitely can't say that it's been hard at first, messy in the middle, but then once you get through it, it's rewarding at the end. Thus, you're 100%, your track record is 100% uh, of getting through anything that comes to mind. That's what I would say.
0: Oh, I love that. That is such, such wise, uh, tips and, and, uh, perspective to, to really offer. I think, you know, at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. It's about changing a perspective and, you know, this this is a great way of sort of looking at the situation with a different lens. And, you know, as you said, using sort of, um, some of these tools to to really move forward to really start to progress um, our life in in a forward moving way.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so thank you. Thank you so much for for sharing that. Um, any last sort of tips or any, any little bits of, you know wisdom that you might want to share with um, with the community before?
1: I, you know, I challenge everybody to answer the question. Um, along your process, your process, um, what's more important, what you acquire or who you become? What, you, what is most important to you, what you acquire or what you become? That is the difference maker of answering the question of how am I living? Dr. Rich Rigsby has a phenomenal speech and he talks about all the time how are you living? And he tells the story of his his father, who was a simple cook who taught them about being early all the time. But if if that is truly the difference maker to assess whether you're living a life transactional versus transformational. And I like to think that everybody, um, you can call me a dreamer, that's fine, I'll take it. I'm free. (laughs) I I like to think that everybody wants to get to the next level and everybody wants to bring somebody with them. And the only way that you can do that is erase that negative mindset, erase that mindset of what's in it for me, and, and, and figure out what you need to do to continuously consistent I, I talk a lot about consistency what can, how can you be consistent and intentional on making sure that you're you're removing stagnation by removing transactional thinking and moving to transformational
0: thinking right and moving from or sort of um a perspective or a, a mindset where it's just all about I or the self and and move to a perspective or a view that um, includes an and embraces those around us in the community sort of at large, right? Mm-hmm. I think absolutely you chatted earlier, like we we all have gifts, we all have something that we can share. It's a about a first discovering what that is for ourselves, each individual mm-hmm. one, and then coming to a point where we are comfortable, find that confidence and feel comfortable in sharing that gift with, with the world.
1: Mm-hmm. That's true. That's so true.
0: Yes. Yes. Well, thank you again. I really appreciate it. Uh it was lovely having this conversation with you today. I definitely walked away with some key um, acronyms that I think I can integrate <laughs> into my <laughs> life as you know a way to keep me on my sort of journey and keep me sort of going on that inward um reflection of self and, and find ways that you know, I can embrace my own gifts and be able to like share those with the world and, and help everyone else along the way. Because I, I think that's what we all, as you mentioned, aspire to do is create an impact to some degree or other in people's lives. And, you know, it's just finding those ways for us to be able to do that.
1: Yeah, it's my pleasure. It truly it, it It's a, you know, it, this, uh, this is an honor, you know, what I mean? this is not a it's not a, a job. This is an honor to have an opportunity to share these types of things with individuals across the country to help us get back to to where we truly were. Simplicity, you know, truly simplicity. Let's, let's, let's all of us do our own due diligence to find that peace within so we can uh, get get back to a life like that.
0: In a life where we're sort of much more connected with ourselves, we come from a place, like you mentioned, that operates with integrity um, and that is based on who we are at the fundamental core. But then honors, again, any uh, those around us in the community at large. Right. I think absolutely, absolutely. Well, thank you again, Mark. It was lovely having you here today. And uh, I look forward to chatting with you again sometime.
1: Thank you. Thank you again so much for having
0: me. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another transformational episode of Awaken with Carla. Again, I hope that you found inspiration, guidance, and some practical tools that you can apply into your own life. As we come to an end of this episode, I wanted to take a moment to reflect on the wisdom that I gained through my conversation with Mark. First piece of wisdom that I gained is that when we step out of our comfort zone, we will find our greatness within ourselves. The more we stay in our comfort zone, the more we play small, the more that we lose our sense of who we really are and our incredible gifts. And so it does take courage to um, venture off and step into the individual that you are meant to be, but that is where you will find your own greatness. And so I encourage you to uh, find the tools or find the practices that help you step out of your comfort zone, because that is where you will find your unique gifts that you are meant to share with the world. I walked away with some incredible acronyms from this episode that I really wanted to reinforce and share with you here today. The first being the acronym for free, which stands for finally releasing everyone's expectation. And again, this can be difficult for many of us. I know it's been one of the challenging things for me as I've gone through this journey Is just releasing my own expectations, but also the expectations of those around me. However, if we hold on to those expectations, again, we will never really be able to tap into our full potential and our own greatness because we're always going to be living up to someone else. And when we do, when we continue to repeat those patterns of living to someone else's expectations, we will find ways to maybe not be as successful, because unfortunately, it's impossible to meet people's expectations. And so we need to just, as Mark says, we need to release ourselves from these expectations, so that we can truly step into our own power. The second acronym that I really loved from my discussion with Mark was um, growth. And growth stands for gradual reminder obstacles will test your hope and the reason why this one really resonated with me is because we're constantly being faced with challenges in our life and we have two ways or we have two options as to how we decide to look at these obstacles we can either you know use these obstacles or have these obstacles um, impact our lives in a negative way by keeping us stuck, keeping us playing small, keeping us from progressing and moving forward because of the fears of all the uncertainty or whatever pain has come from the obstacle or the experience you're facing. Or we can allow it to test our hope, to test our faith, to test our resilience and to keep moving forward despite those obstacles. We are so much more resilient than we give ourselves credit for. And so it's important whenever we are facing these obstacles that we allow ourselves to look at the experience or the situation that we're in with a lens of uh, growth and opportunity and a lens of finding a lesson so that we can grow and we can move forward and we can evolve to being the person that we are truly meant to be. And finally, the last acronym that I absolutely loved learning from Mark was AIR. And AIR stands for accountability, integrity, responsibility, and respect. And from our conversation with Mark, um, if you recall, these are all crucial ingredients that each and every one of us need to hold within ourselves so that we can operate in this world with the most amount of integrity. Taking accountability for ourselves is um, important, not just for the people around us, but also to reinforce our own growth and our own transformation. We have to be accountable for the things that we choose in our life, positive or negative. We have to take responsibility for those things that we choose in our life. We have to come to everything in our life full of integrity. And most importantly, we have to respect each and every one of us, including ourselves. We have to show ourselves respect in order to be able to continue on this journey and to be able to heal ourselves from whatever it is that we're going through. Again, I hope that you found some insights and some wisdom that will help you on your your own journey. And so I encourage you to take this knowledge, this inspiration that you've gained in this episode and find ways to integrate it into your own life. Remember that healing, self-discovery, spirituality is a lifelong pursuit. And I encourage you to keep exploring and learning in your own unique way. And if you find something that resonates with you, please share it with this community. We're always looking for new things and new ways that we can um, learn and evolve and grow and ways to share with with those around us. And as always, if you have any questions or you would like to share your experience, I would absolutely love to hear from you. So reach out to me through my website or social media channels. All of those links are included in the show notes below. And remember that you're not alone on this journey. And we're here to support you every step of the way. And again, before we wrap up this episode, I wanted to express my deepest gratitude for our incredible guest speaker, Mark. His wisdom and his expertise has definitely enriched this episode and brought us some valuable insights. If you'd like to learn more about Mark, all of his information will be included in the show notes below. Lastly, I want to thank you, my amazing listeners, for being a part of this community. Again, your feedback and your support means the world to me. And together, we're creating an incredible space for growth, connection, and transformation. And I couldn't do this without you. So if you've enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share this with your family and friends. And also leave me some comments below. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. Your support means the world to me. And it also helps me on my mission as I continue to empower individuals to living more fulfilling, authentic, and purposeful lives by helping them to tap into their inner wisdom and their full potential. Remember the power to awaken and live your best life lies within you. You have everything you need to manifest your dreams, and create a life full of purpose and meaning. Until next time, keep embracing your journey of self-discovery, nurturing your well-being, and awakening the extraordinary that lies within you. Stay tuned for more empowering episodes of Awaken with Carla. May you find peace, love, and light on your journey.